Var det? <laughs> March, April, May. Yes. <laughs> uh, hello. Hi, we're here. Welcome to oh. a, a special late edition of Talk Comics to Me, New Comic Book Day, 1030. Yes, uh, but this is the uh, Rent is Due edition. <laughs> yeah. If you could actually help us pay rent by giving us money, that would be real cool. Yeah, we've got a we've got Venmo, we've got PayPal, uh, Cash App. Yeah, we could have it all, honestly. Yeah. It doesn't take much to download anything. Yeah. My rent is uh, $12.25, as in like $1,225. So if you guys want to help out, like that would be sick. Mine's 500 but I could also use some money for bills. So $12.25 for both of us. Just <laughs> make it easy. So um, if that's what you're paying for this special edition. <laughs> so we're here to talk about comics. Okay, you, you go first, Sookie. Okay, so... <clears throat> So I have this book called Snow White, Zombie Apocalypse. Uh, I got this one for fun because I knew it wasn't going to be like a really good comic, but it was very entertaining. It's pretty much every fairy tale you could ever imagine trying to survive during a zombie apocalypse. So the main characters are Rapunzel and Prince Charming. um, And they're just going around trying to save other, you know, like fairy tales like Sleeping Beauty and (laughs) Snow White and shit. But the really funny part is Prince Charming keeps trying to, like, seduce all the women. <laughs> it's incredible. True, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's really funny because, yeah, Rapunzel has to try to keep him in check the entire time. But, like, <laughs> he just gets so excited every, every time he sees a new lady. <laughs> I've got to kiss her. Yeah. But there's, like, a, a, you know, Little Red Riding Hood. They show her, like, getting eaten by zombies and then, like... Snow White wakes up and is like, where's my dwarves? And then they have to retell the story of how they killed all the seven dwarves. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was so stupid, but <laughs> Snow White zombie apocalypse. I don't know how to follow that. It's, that's why I started with it. I'm, we're done. <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us. Remember the price of our rents. <laughs> All right, so I have uh, the Batman annual. This is the fourth annual. And this is just the diary of Alfred just talking about Batman and just, like, all of the things Batman has done and all of the ways he has saved the world. And it's just, it's really fucking good. Is it before or after he gets... It's before. Okay. It's just like it's literally. I guess it would have been before. <laughs> that makes sense. His his ghost. <laughs> oh, it's no longer Halloween. Uh, oh. uh, yeah. So it just covers just all sorts of things Batman has done, and it's just like the first few pages are like a little bit longer, and then it kind of cuts into. Uh, sorry, I'm just kind of trying to flip to it. Just like quick little like. Here are all the dates, and here's what Batman was doing. It's just, it's really, it's just really fucking good. Cool. Just a very, very, it just made me, like, remember why I, like, was reading Batman and what I enjoyed about it. Because I just feel like there's so much stuff going on right now, and I'm, I'm, like, I like it, but I still have, like, some issues with, like, what's happening, and I don't understand it, so I wanted to, like, everything needs to come full circle so I understand. Okay. Um, I can't wait until issue 85. Is that his last one? Yeah, I think so. Because then I can start it. (laughs) 
I've never uh, really been a Batman fan, I guess you could say. I don't mind him. It's not what I'm saying at all. I've just never found a, a writer that I really enjoyed that has everything that I like, you know? Mm-hmm. So once Tom King finishes his run, I'm going to read it all and then start uh, from James. Uh, how do you say it? James Tinian? Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 It's just like, yeah, and I don't, one of my favorite runs, like, story arcs in this Batman run is, like, the one where Bruce Wayne isn't even being Batman. He's just being a juror, like, he's doing jury duty. Oh, right. No, it's for, me. like, a Mr. Freeze case, and that's, like, easily one of the best Batman stories I've I've ever read, and it's just so fucking good. I don't know. I think that's why I, I like the idea of Tom King writing Batman is like he knows how to make him human mm-hmm. too. Like take mundane things and like turn it into a really good story that I'm interested in. And I think that's why people don't like the way that he writes oh, yeah, Batman. I can, I can understand that. But I really enjoy that. I, I mean, Batman is more human than any other superhero. Yeah, and I mean, he should be more nuanced than just like punching people in right. the face. Because if not, he's just like... A rich person punching poor people. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. Sorry. Batman rant. <laughs> we we like Batman. Uh. So then my next book I have is Fantastic Four Grand Design. This is issue number one. I'm doing a bad job of showing the phone. It's fine. And I could not read this. Not readable whatsoever. Derek, please explain more how Batman doesn't have powers. We don't we don't know. Batman doesn't have powers? Derek, I miss you. <laughs> but yes, I could not read this. There was too much going on on the page. Each page was just filled with words and pictures and I couldn't handle it. It was like a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. My little tiny brain could not wrap itself around what was happening. And I tried to read like a page and I was like, does it go on like this? And it, it does. It just keeps going. He says, he is smart in rice. I thought he said penis is too small. And I was like, uh, hello, I've seen it. <laughs> Are the... Are you talking the panels are too small? And yes, that's the biggest issue with Fantastic Four Grand Design is the panels are too small and they're just. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, no. What happened? I don't know. Maybe it's because Derek was like messaging us too much. Yeah, I was like, we can't fucking handle this. Uh, Okay. And yes, the X-Men. Sorry, I don't know what just happened. Yeah, that was a lot. Uh, and yeah, the X-Men, the X-Men grand designs are, are w- way better. This is actually by a different, a different person. So. I should have washed my hair before I left. <laughs> I feel dirty. All right. Are, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So we both have deceased. This is the last issue of the series. Yes. Um, and it ties it up very nicely. Yeah. No, I told Heather this was my favorite issue of the entire the entire run. That was my favorite part. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Um, so this focuses a, a lot on uh, Superman dying, turning into a deceased one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my throat is still all messed up. Uh, and how they kind of have to get away from him. 
they can't really stay on earth yeah yeah and that's kind of like the best thing is like i said before we read this i was like i really hope that you know everybody dies or like the world ends and that's basically what happens is the world ends and it's just kind of one of the only things that can happen sorry i should come back and that's all I have to say about Deceased, really. Yeah, it was a, a nice little short series where we got to see, you know, everyone. Derek, we can too stream. <laughs> you got to see all the superheroes and even the villains turn into zombies. Anti-life. Anti-life hunters. beings. Yes. Um, I enjoyed it for, you know, how short of a series it was. Yeah. It was kind of in and out, and I enjoyed that a lot. Okay, so I got this uh, monstrosity, uh, Marvel Zombies Resurrection. I only got the first issue because I just wanted to see what it was all about, and I, I don't regret it. I'm not gonna, not gonna go that far because Magneto's role in it was sick, but pretty much, uh, Fantastic Four gets a message from Captain Marvel in space. They have to try to find her. Uh, they discover Galacticus is, like, dead and just kind of, like, floating around. And someone's using his body, like, the, the shell of him, uh, to live. And then it ends up just being, you know, zombies. And then they just All right. start attacking everyone. Literally everyone. <laughs> like, in this issue... You see, you know, like, Magic, Thor, Captain America, Wolverine, Magneto. Magneto at one point is just like, oh, no, and his helmet flies off, and he goes, oh, no. And then he just, yeah, they all die. And then He's like, they're not made of magnets. I can't do magnets. (laughs) They aren't made of metal. Yes. Um, It would be better if Magneto could only move magnets. Oh, damn, that would be sick. Um be an awful power but yeah if this was just like a a tiny little one shot i would have been like yeah sick cool it ends on like a weird cliffhanger i'm into it but i don't know it was all right it's (laughs) it's no deceased though right it's literally just you know every marvel zombie thing we've ever read before so it was just there yeah (laughs) you okay oh no uh this is silver surfer surfer black Okay. Uh, Eric, you are on one today. Yeah, you really are. Uh, this is Silver Surfer Black. This is issue number five. I'm I'm not going to lie. I may have not taken in any of the words because the art was just like... I I think I am going to... So, so fantastic. Yeah. I said, fuck it. I don't care. Actually, I had just seen The Lighthouse, so my brain was like, oh, I don't know what this is. A comic book. That movie was fucking wild. Yeah, that movie was fucking wild. So this book ended on an interesting note. I don't know. I kind of want to go back and reread all of the issues all in one go because I feel like it might be easier or better to take in. Because I feel like there's a lot of moving parts and I was like, maybe I don't understand it. But maybe I should just trip balls (laughs) and read it so I understand. Oh, yes. Derek, text me your thoughts on the movie Parasite. Don't text me your thoughts because I'll see you on Sunday when I go to the movie. Yeah, I need to know because I don't know when I'm going to go see it. So, oh, okay, all right, all right, no, all we're, right, we're, we're done with you. 
next we have the book Invisible Kingdom. This I'm a is, failure. Yeah, this is issue number nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna keep going. I almost said issue number nine. This is issue number six. <laughs> issue nine sounded right to me. I was like, yeah, it is issue number nine. Wait, how many haven't I read? <laughs> uh, so this just kind of continues the story of uh, the nun and Vess and the captain of the ship. Grix, I believe is I believe are their names. Mm-hmm. That's and, the one thing that I, I do remember. <laughs> this, that's actually surprising. Yeah, very surprising. Uh, I'm horrible at names. So in this issue, I'm trying to remember because I did read this on Wednesday, and like I said, I thought I had it. I thought I had it. I thought I'd be cool, but and now I just don't don't remember anything. But basically, they are trying. Oh, they're going to Vess's like, world to see if they can get some gas and maybe trade with their people and maybe hide out. And... Smart. Yeah, that doesn't work. But... (laughs) Hey. Not smart. It's smart. You just don't know what's going to happen. So, that's uh, issue number six. I still very weird, weird high fantasy space sort of thing. Christian Ward. Christian Ward art. Yeah. It's wild. It's, It's wild. Okay. Okay. Um, I have this little ditty called Harleen, book number two of three. Uh, I, I don't, I really enjoy this. And I have never liked a Harley Quinn anything in my entire yeah. life. So it's a. Uh, I did finally read the first issue. And it's not that I hated it. Yeah, it's the story. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like the can art I, is what really makes it can good. Can I for explain me. it like I did? Yeah. To Chris. Yeah. I, I don't think this is a sell a selling point by any means. But what I think about the book Harleen is it's like that Lincoln Park song where he's one step closer to the edge and about to break and that and that's where she is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Um I really I guess I like this issue a lot because you you as a reader can see how he's manipulating mm-hmm. her. Um but she obviously doesn't realize that that's what he's doing. Uh, there's a lot of, there's Poison Ivy is in here as well. And Harvey Dent, the way that he draws fucking yeah, Harvey two Dent faces is so fucking, fucking cool. Um, but yeah, this, uh, it's just her falling deeper off the end. <laughs> She's about to break. <laughs> um, I hit it. I don't think you delivered that line the best I way. I did not because I wasn't I wasn't trying to do it. Um, but yeah, he's manipulating her. She doesn't realize it because um, she's you know a dumb smart lady. <laughs> That's it. All right. So then I have the last issue of Death Head. Death's Head. This is issue number four. Yes, and. I don't know. It was a great end. It was like a very cute comic all around. Sorry, I wanted to uh, answer Kyle on that. Yeah, the the big magazine size fucking comics are very frustrating because like I have a few of them, but not enough to get like a box for them. So they're still just like chilling. They're they're like just sitting on top of my boxes because I don't want to invest in like an actual yeah. magazine magazine size box because I only have like six. Yeah. And it's like every now and then I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll get this, but I don't, know. I don't get it. 
Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, so yeah, this is Death's Head issue number four. It's just a really cute comic about just some B-list characters that you can look here too. Oh yeah. Uh, that is just I don't know. I really like the way it wrapped up. I really like the way Death's Head's written. Teeny Howard is just just really good. Really good at what she does. Yeah, I'm glad we all agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's dumb. Yeah. Not Death's Head, but magazine size. Yeah, magazine size, size comics. comics. Unless you do them all like that. See, I mean, like Rolling Stone back in the day used to have those huge, huge magazines, and then they made them like regular size. So now I have like a bunch of these really huge, I guess I could put those in a magazine box with my comics. What, those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if they're the same size. I feel like the Rolling Stones ones are, like, even bigger. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Distracting. But this is also a black label book, and it's a normal fucking size. Yeah, so you know it's possible. (laughs) Uh, So this is Last God. This is issue number one. And you said you were in a fever dream when you read this. Yeah, I, like, remember pieces of it. I know that the king's name is Tyr, and I remember reading it and going, (laughs) Tyr. But that's, like, it. (laughs) Yeah, and the kind of... So the idea, they kind of just throw you into it. And I think just because maybe it's like kind of that basic fantasy, like the world came together to fight against a greater evil. But, and they defeated that evil, but maybe they didn't. And yeah, and it's what, like years later? Years later, the heroes are now in power and doing their thing. And shit kind of turns. Um... I really, the art for it is really incredible. Yeah, no, the art is so, so good. And this, like, I really enjoyed the story. It just, I was talking to somebody about this earlier because it, like I said, it just throws you into it. And I had read the, I read the first three pages and I had to go back and reread them because I wasn't sure if there was information that maybe I missed. And that's why I feel like maybe this stuff isn't, the stuff, like, back matter stuff is probably important. Yeah, I'm going to read that, like, when I get to work. But it's just, it throws you kind of into it, so you feel like you should have some sort of feelings for the characters or some, I don't know. I don't I don't know the right verbiage I'm looking for necessarily, but it's just, I, I didn't know this world or care for it necessarily, so why... Why am I here? Right. I think my favorite part about this, I, I might have mentioned this uh, in one of our previous videos, is I love fantasy books that have maps. I don't yeah. know why. I get so fucking excited. Yeah, no, I, when I went to the back of this, I was like, oh, yeah. Heather's going to love the shit out of <laughs> yeah. this. So the map is not at the beginning like most maps are. It's at the very end. So when I got to the end, I was like, oh, damn, because I love maps. <laughs> But yeah, I I ended up adding that to my poll. I had just special ordered that first one, but I oh, ended yeah. up adding it because I, need to I add that. yeah I really want to see. I can do that tonight when I get in. Okay, I was like either that or I'll special order the second issue, mm-hmm. but I can whatever it doesn't matter. You guys don't care. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so next I have Vampire State Building. Uh, this is also one that I read during like a weird fever dream. So bear with me. Uh, it just takes place in the, the <laughs> this Empire a twist State Building, and the vampires are still overrunning it. <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, but you, they, the vampires kind of explain like why they're there and what they're doing. Uh, I can't remember 
the god that they are doing this for. But um, the group of friends that was in the very first issue, half of them right now have been attacked. And you get to see, like, the the head vampire here uh, bring them all back. Wait, what's that? To attack their friends. Were there titties on the next page? Yeah, that's that new uh, Mirka and Dolfo. Oh, the unsacred. Yeah. The what? angel and the, the double getting booty. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, it's. I was like, maybe I should get this. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Vampire State Building. I, I mean, I enjoy this enough that I am going to keep reading it. Yeah. Because I'm like... You want to know what happens yeah, to your friends. Yeah, and I just, I feel like it's also one of those where a lot happens, but nothing actually happens. happens. Like, the second, they're still in, like, the same position that they were in the first one. So, I mean, like, it's like... Watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> I was say like reading The Walking yeah. Dead. <laughs> reading it too. I haven't read much of The Walking Dead. Uh, it's it's a lot like the show where you're just like, all right, three episodes later, let's fucking do this, guys. <laughs> and then you have a time jump, and then you're like, well, all right, humans okay. are the bad guys still. Yeah. Newsflash. <laughs> Newsflash. You, oh yeah, you go first. I just went. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> I forgot we're doing, like, two. Oh, wait, I can... No, no, because, look, I have... Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Okay. <laughs> we had this in control. We did, and then we lost... It went off the rails, as always. Uh, so this is Runaways. This is issue number 26. And the group, the gang, they... Why are you angry reacting us? <laughs> no need to angry react over The Walking Dead. I'm sure that's what it is. It has to be. Uh, oh, I like The Walking Dead. Yeah. I'm I just, just like talking shit about everything. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this just the runaways. The gang has been kicked out of their cave because they've been kind of too high key. Oh, okay. And they go and uh, shack up with that mystery superhero. Why can't Can I you see it? Doctor Justice. It's a heart. <laughs> and so yeah, that's that's what happens. And I feel like there's a lot there's a lot more levels. They find out that um, the pride is still working. Like after they've killed their parents, there's still a, like a pride sort of thing. And also, the Gibberim can eat. The animals are bringing him little dead animals so he can Aww. eat their souls. Oh. It's kind of cute. It is so cute. I loved it so much cuz he you know, I flipped to the back page and the cat like drops a dead mouse and he just like shoots a beam out of his chest. I'm like what the fuck is happening? I thought he was like going to kill the cat. And I realized he was sucking the soul out of the mouse and then he god, what does he say? He goes, thank you, little ones, and, like, pats them on the head. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, no, it's great. I I love it so much. Um, I met Rainbow's brother the other night, and uh, we were talking about, because I, I had the, the new, her new book there, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of looking, and he's like, yeah, uh, it's my sister. And Mike was like, oh, does she ever, like, give you spoilers or whatever? And he was like... No, he's like I guess he had like texted her to ask her a question about something in Runaways, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, you'll just have to read the next issue." <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. 
It's fair. Yeah, I mean, Plus, I mean, I, I give spoilers to my little sisters, like, out of spite, but... I mean, but yeah, it's not, like, the thing you're making. Right. I just thought it was really funny, because I was Because like, I think yeah, that's Rainbow. kind of, a, not necessarily out of spite, but, you know, it's yeah. like, meh. But I, maybe, who knows how much, like, contract keeps you. That's true. I, I never even think about that. I'm like, dude, that's your sibling, but I get it. I... Who knows if he, what's he going to do, like, go blab on the internet? Right. She can always trace it back to him. Um, So I have this book called The Necromancer's Map. This is issue number three. Um, They are just traveling because they are trying to decode the map that the necromancer had found. It gives backgrounds to each of the characters who, they've been traveling together for a long time, but they don't really know each other. Mm -hmm. So they've... A hole up in this abandoned uh, windmill and just like ask each other questions and stuff to get to know each other better because LSR who is dead was brought back by the necromancer I can never remember her name she looks so happy Bethany um, yeah he, she was LSR was brought back by Bethany against their will so they're very uh, spiteful and kind of mean uh, but you find out that like Bethany is actually a royal She's got royal blood in her. Okay. And it's a it's a, a weird situation because she explains how she, like she was locked in a a room pretty much when they found, her parents found out that she could necromance and shit. So it's weird. Um, I'm still gonna read it. <laughs> I like necromancers. <laughs> uh. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, everybody. This is Conan the. O- Conan. Conan the O'Brien. Conan the O'Brien. Conan the Barbarian. This is issue number 10. I tried to say all of that just like at one time and my mouth was like, you can't do that. (laughs) Mush mouth. (laughs) Mush mouth. Uh, And this is kind of tying up to the death of Conan. And I don't know. I just, I still really fucking love this book. It's so good. So this basically kind of goes over the background of the Red Witch and her kids and how they get to, like, see Conan and have their first interaction with him. And then it kind of goes over, like, bits and pieces of all the other books. It has, like, panels of each of the other books to show, like, how Conan gained all of this power to bring back, like, their, like, red god sort of thing. So good. It's so, so, so good. I, I fucking love this book. I don't know. And it's just something about... I just love the idea like i love conan the barbarian i just love like kind of that gritty you know gross violence sometimes and i think this like delivers in like one of those weirdly poignant ways if they were to make this conan into a a movie who would you want to play conan that's too hard of a question tune back next week because yeah i don't i don't know you just you've stumped me (laughs) Okay. Next we have Safe, Safe Sex. Sex. Number two. Um, can you explain this? I just like lost my train of thought because I was just thinking of everything that had happened. Uh, so what happens in this issue is it continues. I can't remember her name. The main character's name right now. I can never. Olivia? I'm not. That's probably, like, not even close to Avery? Avery? That sounds closer to correct. Avery. Avery. Uh, So she has gone to her old 
uh, Dirty Mind Club members or the the new club and has asked for help. And basically they shun her for being selfish and kind of self-centering and only caring and like, only ca- yeah and just possibly bringing the police or the party down on them and she's just looking for somebody to help her you know save her love which is short-sighted with everything everyone's lost in this situation but also understandable still yeah so she seeks help from other places and it kind of just doesn't go the way that they're hoping yes and there are some revelations about the uh what do they call it? The the party. The party, I think. yeah, which is the uh, the government essentially who are taking these perverted people and trying to essentially like rehabilitate mm-hmm. them uh, through, I assume, like electric shock therapy and all that kind of stuff. But they... I just figured they'd like fuck them to death. Ooh, but that's too hot. Um, but yeah, they make some revelations about what had happened to the original like leader i guess yeah Dirty Minds, yeah or like owner of the club itself um they thought that during the original raid that everyone else happened to get out of uh that she was killed or like well because she had got, she had gotten arrested to begin right with. so yeah they just figured she had been killed by that point yeah but with the rehabilitating and stuff it's more complex than that I don't know. I, I dig it. Yeah, I'm really into it. I think it's a, a great story. Yeah. Plus, it, I feel like I'm kind of a pervert. <laughs> nah, dog. Nah. There's no perverts here. <laughs> Only prudes. We've been rehabilitated. <laughs> um, okay, so. Our, our <clears throat> what was it? Our hotness scale? Our sexiness scale? we have one of those well we had a scale of like oh oh horniness yeah the horny scale um okay so (laughs) i have this uh the plot this is issue number two um this issue focuses on what happened to the kids and once they were like introduced to the house um the uncle is trying his best to take care of these kids, but he's never had kids, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Trying my best to take care of the kids. (laughs) He's really trying, but they're fucking, they're brats. Um, But he kind of uncovers a piece of their history that no one knew even existed. Um, They introduce a, a character, I can't remember her name, but she has been a friend of the uncle since they were very, very young. And she is also in tune to, like, supernatural forces and stuff. So she's trying to help the kids kind of come to terms with this haunted house. It's, uh... All right. Yeah, it's still interesting. I still really enjoy it. Um, the revelation that he makes is really, really wild. <laughs> I feel like that would smell. Is that in his own basement? Well, it was, you know, in the wall and shit. Like... You know, Kevin Bacon, that one movie. Hollow Man? (laughs) No, the movie where the girl is buried in the wall. (laughs) I don't know what movie it is. All I can think about, the only Kevin Bacon movie I remember is Hollow Man, just because I I kissed a boy during Hollow Man. Was it Kevin Bacon? Yes, I kissed Kevin Bacon during Hollow Man. It was a, a dream come true. <laughs> I just paused the screen. Oh God, that made me, like, gaggy. 
I did not kiss Kevin Bacon. I kissed a date I had for homecoming. All right. Trust me. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't a good time. I, okay. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> uh, so next I have Joker Killer Smile. This is... I'll say Jeff Lemire, you say his name. This is Jeff Lemire. Andrea Sorrentino? Yeah. I just want to not fuck up anybody's name. I don't even know if I pronounce the first name right. It just seems like what that would be yeah, to me. Yeah, you, you do it better than I do. Okay. But this is the Gideon Falls team, and... This is the prelude to Gideon Falls. <laughs> I, I still don't feel like that's very far off. I, I looked at the art. I recognize the doctor. <laughs> Norton? <laughs> Norton is the Joker. Uh, it kind of just deals with uh, a psychiatrist kind of doing exactly what Harley Quinn was doing and in interviewing the Joker and kind of having that descent or, like, that grip of kind of, like, craziness or mania, like, seep into their life. Interesting. Yeah. I, I really liked it. There wasn't a ton of, like, dialogue necessarily, but it was enjoyable. I didn't think I would necessarily like it, but I did. Those those two? Like, Jeff Lemire and Sorrentino? I guess I'm confused. <laughs> I'm, I don't know what's going on. Uh, okay, so we'll just continue now. Did you see the face that I was making? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look so mad. Okay, um, so we have Excalibur. Oh. oh. That does sound interesting. Yeah, I know, that would be great. I have to look that up. This is uh, issue number, number one. one. Yeah, Excalibur, issue number one. Teeny Howard. Teeny, teeny. <laughs> we love teeny. I feel like I did wrong by not joining in you. In, in, bu- bu- uh, oh, oh. It's okay. We got it. We just love Teeny. Um, this is issue number one, and this has a lot of real cool characters in it. I love Daddy Apocalypse. Yeah, I gotta say, so Gambit is one of my favorite X-Men, uh, but Apocalypse fucking outshined him for me in this, or uh, more appropriately, what is his name now? Ah! <laughs> We don't know what his name is. It's it's mutant. We can't speak it, I guess. Look, I'm a mutant. Do you have do you have the translation cards? I don't, but there's this isn't it's I don't there's nothing there. Teeny, what are you doing? It says pronounce his name. I'm gonna Ah Chick Chick Ah Chick Chick <laughs> I was thinking Morse code, so Yeah. Ah. Okay. What? That's close. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to explain? (laughs) Uh, Pretty much there's a portal that's open to somewhere else. Yeah. What do do they call it? The other world? The other world. The other world, yeah. This does a nice, like, job of blending magic and mutants and the idea that magic is so old it like predates science and like like basically apocalypse is like i've been around since forever Mm -hmm. magic is here and it kind of creates the idea that uh kirko can grow 
you know, gates not just to like our world or our dimension, but other places. Yeah, and other times. And other times, yeah. And it just, I want to say these like info pages though were so, so good. Like, no offense to Jonathan Hickman, but I think I liked these pages way better than any of the pages within like House or Powers. Mm-hmm. It was, they were just like so well put together and the writing within was like so good. We love Teeny. <laughs> we love Teeny, but you know, this, like the story was interesting. I really, I'm kind I'm really like interested to see where it goes. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday with Christopher about how everybody's so mean to Apocalypse and he's just there trying to help or do good but it's like how do you how do you separate yourself from that right especially when everyone knows yeah and so yeah so it's this idea of just like my brain is just like, oh yeah, no, I love Apocalypse, and I I think he's really great here. But I'm and I'm mad that everybody's mean to him. But but at the same time, time like, we it makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's a monster kind yeah. of. Like even if he's changed now, it doesn't change the uh, events of the past and the things that he had done. Yeah. to them. Yeah. So it's just it's an interesting dynamic in that with the world building itself but i don't know i fucking i love this yeah i'm i'm very excited this was the only like one of the x-men besides x-men the books that i had added and i should have done marauders man i should have it's all good dude i'll get it eventually yeah exactly because i kyle i really did enjoy marauders too oh yeah no exactly yeah it's just Definitely. it's very exciting to see where where this whole new series is going. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to see them all connect in like a way where they're almost all one comic as well. Mm-hmm. We'll see as it goes on. I do I think the idea of having different writers was like scary. Mm-hmm. And that was the part I was the most worried about, but so far so good. Yeah, so far it's working out. Yeah. Okay, so we got to go so Heather can go to work. Yep. Thank you for joining us on this special edition. Remember to give us money so we can pay rent. Yes, we would love that very much. And if you do that, we will give you another Friday video. (laughs) But only if one of us is sick. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye.